Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, and welcome to Paranormal Thoughts Podcast. And as always, thanks for joining me. In this episode, we're speaking with a psychic medium. Just before we get to that, though, I'm going to keep this really quick because I want to get into this episode. But if you aren't currently subscribed to Paranormal Thoughts Podcast, just on whatever platform you're listening to this on right now, just go ahead and hit subscribe. Keeps you in the loop for every time we post and definitely helps out the podcast as well. We're on Facebook and Instagram. You can jump on either one of those two. We have a blog, which is paranormalthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Jump on over there for... Uh, extra links, audio, video uh, relating to specific episodes. It's really great that you can get a little bit more information uh, around the sort of topics we're speaking about and it can kind of help you go further if you want to research into these specific topics as well. And finally, we are on Patreon. So if you want to help support the podcast, get episodes early, bonus content, you can jump on over there. We have two different tiers and honestly, it does really help keep the podcast kind of excelling and everything like that. Obviously, no pressure, but if you do want to go check that out, uh, the link for everything I've just mentioned is in the description of this podcast. So in this episode, we're speaking to Danielle Diva Borison, and she is a third-generation psychic medium. And she reached out to me earlier this year and in her message, she had some very interesting points about her views on the paranormal. And, you know, I really do love psychic mediums. I've spoken to some in the past, never specifically for the podcast. I was kind of looking for the right person. Also, a little bit more information about Danielle. She's opened up her own business, which is a new age studio, which is all about alternative ways of healing and bettering people. She's also a Reiki master as well. In this podcast, we do cover a lot of topics. We move pretty quickly throughout all of them because I did have a lot of questions. And, you know, with this particular topic, I am just as interested as you are most likely. So I really wanted to get as much information as I possibly could out of Danielle. So we literally, we speak about the other side, religion, what it's like for her being a psychic, extraterrestrials, demons. It's all covered in this podcast. It's pretty phenomenal. And also, if you do want the extended cut as well, there's about another 15 minutes that isn't in this episode. Jump onto our Patreon right now and you can get that. Thank you so much once again to Danielle for taking the time to come on Paranormal Thoughts Podcast and speak with us. It was a great chat. I really did enjoy getting to know her. And uh, another thing, she actually did give me a reading after uh, our chat as well, and she is the real deal. She did tell me things about what's kind of going on in my life uh, and people who have passed as well uh, in my life who had some messages or just information for me, and uh, she had no prior knowledge. So I'm just going to say that to begin with, that she is the real deal. I wouldn't have uh, put this episode out if she wasn't. So keep that in mind. But thanks so much to Danielle once again, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks, guys. Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and having a chat with me. I've been really looking forward to kind of picking your brain about a bunch of different topics. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for having me. Good evening. Uh, welcome to my home. Thank you for the invitation. I'm looking forward, you know, to answer any of your questions. Thank you so much for taking the time. I've definitely been wanting to speak to someone like yourself who, you know, is a psychic medium and, I don't know, just to kind of pick your brain a little bit and, you know, just get a little bit more 
of an understanding. My very first question is uh, on your bio, uh, as you just kind of went into a little bit there, you claim that you're a third generation psychic medium. So that's that's very interesting that your mother and I suppose grandmother uh, have all fallen into, I don't know, this sort of gift. And I'm curious to know, is it something that's kind of passed down? Would you say is it hereditary or is it just something that it's just, it's very special and gifted to you. Uh, what I can tell you uh, about that, basically, um, this was passed through the genes from one generation to another. And it was basically passed through the woman line. So I must say, uh, there was a couple of the male that were kind of distant cousins to me. I, I never met them, but my mother told me because they passed away uh, prior to my birth in probably in 1800s. But everybody knows some of those gentlemen that would come out and they would even say, you know, uh, what kind of weather would be and, you know, what's going to happen the next day. But talking about my great-grandmother, Georgia, so basically she was the one who uh, passed this, basically, gene through all of us. Uh, she was capable of doing the alchemy. So during that, basically, she would knew how to balance the elements and cure and heal people. Uh, she also knew how to see in the future. Uh, she was capable of seeing the things in the dreams. And what is amazing, um, uh, Dylan, if I can say this, that basically she used this gift uh, to help others. And even when, uh, you know, after the World War II, she was helping uh, many people and she never even charged the money to her. Basically, helping others was feeding her soul. Um, so this is hereditary gift that happened from one generation to another. And... Uh, I, I don't still have children. I'm hoping in future I will. But if I have a daughter or son, I would like them to have this gift and uh, basically to carry on with uh, basically family gene that we use for already hundreds of years helping others. Wow, it's really fascinating. I don't know, it being kept within the family and so on. But I suppose, what age were you when you realized that you know, you might have had something that was a little bit different. I suppose maybe your family were very open about this whole sort of concept. So it might not have been so foreign to you. But was there a certain point of time uh, as a child that you went, okay, this is something a little bit different? I, I love the question because uh, most of the people do ask that kind of question. You know, when I was uh, born, uh, basically, I was born just like a normal, every regular child. But I can tell you something, and that can be also checked. When I was born, there was a huge earthquake. Uh, you know, as a child, I was just like every other regular child. I loved to play. Uh, when I was already two, three years old, I started uh, seeing the stuff that I couldn't understand. And I would walk up uh, basically lots of times in the dreams and seeing the things that, you know, many kids don't see. And my mother was really a wonderful lady. And lots of times she would support me and she would say, oh, it was just a dream. And then later on, as those dreams become reality, and uh, she basically uh, started saying to me how my great grandmother was capable of seeing the things. But I started uh, first seeing the things when I was really very little. I was around um, almost three. I see uh, the things, I would go to different places and I didn't know where I went and I would come back and sometimes I would even cry because I was just a child and I couldn't understand the things. But like I said, I was blessed that, it, you know, when I woke up in the middle of the night that she would uh, support me and she would say, you know, you've been to a different place. You are at home now. You're safe. Come sleep with me. So I had a nurturing mother, but as a child, I always knew I did see uh, the things differently. I felt the things differently. But I sometimes, at that time, I couldn't realize why. And then as I was growing up, uh, basically, many things that I did see become uh, basically the truth. And uh, I did see certain things, even, uh, you know, travel in my dreams. And uh, after that, I realized that I'm different. Sounds like you were very fortunate to have such a strong support because I feel like, you know, maybe other children who didn't have parents uh, who, you know, had these experiences and they were experiencing it as a child, uh, you know, I guess they would have been sort of neglected and just shut down. So, yeah, that does sound like it was uh, quite fortunate. So I just want to ask as well. So with the psychic ability, um, I picked up there that a lot of those predictions you were seeing while dreaming. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, uh there is a predictions, and sometimes I laugh because they call me Canadian Edgar Casey. Uh, I would sleep, and in my dreams, uh, I would get the predictions what would happen. 
And uh, for example, the last prediction where I had over 400, more than I don't even know how many, over 1,000 viewers, uh, I predicted basically what's going to happen in the United States, uh, that Donald Trump will basically uh, lose, that there is a lady who will help him after that, there will be some terrorist attacks, but unfortunately did happen in USA just recently. Uh, so it's very sad to see that because United States, it's like our sister in here, you know, we are very uh, connected, just like we are connected to Australia, New Zealand. And uh, basically, I would see them in the morning, I would say that or I would write it in a journal. And later on, the things happen. But when I did open my show and my studio, I started sharing these things and people didn't realize that actually I'm very honest and that I'm being straightforward with what's going to happen. And then they would contact me back. But my dreams are actually the places where I see many things, including the wars, including the good things, you know, even the birth of children, uh, hunger, um, basically terrorist attacks, uh, hurricanes. And, you know, I did even see uh, Hurricane Katrina. And, uh, you know, it was quite difficult sometimes because sometimes you see basically the things that in a dreams that will take you to the places and then you wake up in the morning trying to figure out which place is that. And uh, sometimes it can be really traumatic because uh, that also drains me because my basically my spirit or my soul, and this is proven by science, goes outside my body into a different places and different dimensions where actually I see the things and uh, that's what I then prophesize or I will say that in the morning what will happen. Wow. Very intense by the sounds of that. How do you go about, I suppose, having quite, as you said, traumatic predictions and then I suppose not really being able to do much about them? Like how does that, I'm sure that takes quite a bit of a toll on you as well. Uh, that's another thing, you know, um, you know, you mentioned uh, some children that uh, they never had a support, especially being raised different with that kind of gift. And like I'm saying, I'm really fortunate to have my mother. Uh, some of my family members, they never understand that because, you know, especially being raised in a Greek Orthodox family where, you know, you come, everything is straightforward. This is the church. This is the God. And anything after that, you are actually doing against the law. But like I'm saying, uh, you know, uh, that support helped me a lot. And then uh, when it comes to these uh, basically dreams or these prophetic visions that I see in my dreams, sometimes when I woke up in the morning, it takes a lot of energy. I'll be honest to you. Uh, it depends if it's a really chaotic place that I've been or I did see, let's say, killings and murders or attacks. Um, it takes a lot of energy. And I woke up in the morning, I'm, forgive me, I'm really tired. And then, you know, I try to kind of basically cleanse myself. I lose a lot of sage and everything to bring back my energy and my auras. But it does, uh, sometimes I also get scars and I get uh, basically the scratches. Last time I woke up and I was um, at one place and I talked to my mother about it. And then in the morning I woke up, I had scratches on me. And uh, basically when we were discussing, I realized why. It's because I was trying to escape through these bushes and that's how I got. But many people that do have astral traveling, they will sometimes wake up also with the marks on their bodies or really tired because you are leaving your body and uh, you're coming back. So it's actually sometimes can be very difficult. Sounds very complex and fascinating, though. Astral traveling has always been something of uh, quite a bit of interest to myself. I suppose there we've covered off on a little bit of the sort of psychic side of things. So where does the medium and I suppose, you know, the afterlife or the spirit kind of world come into the psychic medium uh, part of your role? I will be honest to you. Um, since I was very little, I was capable of seeing different creatures or the spirits. These spirits and the souls, they come to you. You don't, there's no border. You are inviting them. This came to me also when I was a child and I was capable of seeing, like I'm saying, uh, you know, uh, people that pass away, people that will pass away. And, uh, you know, being a medium or being connected to the other side, that it's actually a side of a 
dead souls, but I'm not calling them the dead souls. I'm just calling them the souls that live in a different dimension because energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Energy can be only transferred. So when we actually die, now this is proven by medical science and by the scientists all around the world, you know, we leave the, our body and the energy goes outside of our body. That uh, basically energy is your soul or your spirit. Uh, so the person who does feel these souls or these spirits or this energy has the portal open. So I had this portal open since I was a child and I was capable of connecting to basically many souls and many spirits that left. And I can feel them if they're good or if they're bad, or if they're sometimes, I should say, a little bit naughty, but, you know, then I warn people. With these spirits, is it more of a sense of them being there, or have you actually also visually been able to see these creatures or these spirits? There's creatures that you can physically see, and somebody who's a psychic and medium, who's a really person who can connect to these different dimensions, are capable of seeing them. When you're talking about somebody who passed away, so let's say it's your mother, your father, they can sometimes uh, come in a vision of a light, like a small light that would be like auras. Sometimes they can come physically. That doesn't happen a lot of times, but I did see it with my own eyes. And that happened really, really uh, rarely happened to me and my mother when once we were together, I think because our portal was open and we just let this person come through. And then also, you know, uh, they also come because you can hear them and see them. So it's happening through your third eye because you are more open and your portal is open. So it's their choice how they're going to basically appear. It's up to them. If somebody, I'll be honest to you, Dylan, if somebody tells you I see ghosts everywhere, they're flying around me, they're lying because we never know how they're going to show up. They can show up that you can hear them. They can show up as you physically see them. They can come as a light. And sometimes they can even come to the smell. I was dealing with that recently. Uh, somebody who was really a um, vicious spirit, uh, somebody who did a lot of bad things, usually comes with a really, if I can use this word, uh, smell of feces. Uh, but let's say we are talking about grandpa. And grandpa was smoking a pipe. And recently around your house, you know, everything is clean, but you smell this pipe, you know, you smell this tobacco, you smell the favorite perfume that Auntie Belly was wearing. So those are the spirits that are contacting you. And they also like to turn on the TV. They like to turn on the lights, computers. That's the way they're playing with you because they want to contact you. With, I suppose, your experiences, how often are random spirits maybe appearing or showing themselves to you? Does that happen very often or is it more so if you're with someone and that spirit wants to maybe send a message or somehow communicate with that person and they know that you're almost a bit of a vessel for that? I love I love the question. Uh, mine are very often. My channels are always open and uh, sometimes, so let's say today, Dylan, I'm talking to you and uh, there is people that I email uh, that I send a message when they become really close to me or, you know, we just meet like this and that their spirit of somebody who passed away or the loved one will contact me and I will send them the message. People get shocked. Usually I need to warn them about something or, you know, they need to do something for themselves, like take care of their health and whatever. They'll say, how do you know that? I never told you. I just did an interview with you. I said, because so-and-so told me. So... I can tell you my visions are really clear and they're often. So I'm constantly tuned in. And especially, um, you know, by background, I'm, I'm really proud. I'm a licensed practical nurse and I um, do the psychology and counseling. I do a lot of things prior to opening my studio. I think being exposed so many times to people that are dying and fighting for life, I realize how much life is important. And that's when even my channels did open more. So basically, as I'm getting older and older, these channels are becoming stronger and stronger. So sometimes I'm a vessel, what I mean is Dylan, tomorrow I will tell you the message. And sometimes they just show up, but it's very often. That's fascinating. And it makes a lot of sense, as you're just kind of saying of you're not seeing spirits everywhere. It's very much so on their terms. And if they have something 
to express, which I, I could imagine a lot of people who, you know, haven't really delved too much into this particular topic, either probably just completely dismiss it or they're very confused and can't fully get their head around how it kind of works. It's good to hear your perspective right now because it is making a lot of sense. And this is kind of going to lead me to the next question. Often with these particular interviews, you know, it doesn't really matter who I'm speaking with. We always get to the topic of religion time and time again. And, you know, I think for our conversation today, it makes a lot of sense, obviously. And you just mentioned a second ago, the other side being another dimension. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that? Of course. So, you know, uh, every religion, uh, so if you are talking about religion, I'm not a theology teacher, but I do learn from many theology professors. I went to many seminars and I always go. I love to learn. And of course, you know, what I can tell you about that, every religion, it doesn't matter which one we are taking, there's something good to learn from. And of course, you can use any religion to do anything bad. Because right now, if, you know, we take this world, we are going to many different bad things because religion is used and misused in a wrong way. What's actually very sad. Uh, When we are talking about different dimensions, so it doesn't matter who you are, I'm sorry to say this, you know, uh, people sometimes, there's people, believe me or not, that did ask me, is there a difference if somebody else dies, if they go here, they go there? I say, no, we are all the same. Uh, And it doesn't matter what color, what religion we are, we all die. When we die, our spiritual body leaves, or our spirit leaves, and our physical body, of course, stays. Now, where does it go? That's a great question. It goes to a different dimension. And there's different dimensions before he enters to dimension totally leaving. First of all, it goes through the tunnel or the channeling, where it goes through the time. When it goes through the time, it goes basically to the gate of, like some people are calling it heaven and some people are calling it hell. Of course, that's how religion divides it. Uh, how I call it, there's a place where we are all together and actually, unfortunately, you know, some people may don't like it, but we are all up there together. And, you know, it doesn't matter who we are. And uh, we are all living under one rule. And that rule is about love, harmony, and peace. What's actually sad that when we come back here and use our physical body that we don't remember and we don't use those beautiful ethics from different dimensions that we can use in here. Basically, any body that basically spirit left, it goes through the channeling of the time and it goes through uh, two more dimensions. So those two dimensions, that's where the trick is, because that's where you are decided if you're going to go to the bad side or good side. Now, there is a story about heaven and hell that Satan is ruling the bad souls and, you know, uh, there is good souls on the other side, if you are a priest or a nun, or basically, I'll be honest to you, those are the stories. Nobody has original proof. But now what I can tell you that I do believe really deeply, whatever you do on this earth, that you will be rewarded in the next dimension. And the reason why I'm telling you that it's proven by even ancient uh, Hinduism, by Buddhism, if you're talking about karma. And then we mentioned the Bible, we mentioned Torah, Torah, we mentioned Holy Quran. It's saying if you do something bad, you will basically pay for it. If you do something good, you will be rewarded. So what I'm saying to you, as a human being, we should try to be the best we can be on this, on this basically planet, because when we live up there, you want to be capable of getting privileges to come and visit your fa- friends and family. You don't want to end up on a side where your souls, because there's souls that are lost, my friend. There's souls that will never be capable of coming back to visit, like we're talking about visiting your loved ones. And there's souls that will be punished. And those are the souls that are basically just in a space wandering around. I'm not talking they're chained and there's Satan beating them up. 
they're just lost in the universe. And those are usually the souls that uh, not just did it like basically bad stuff, but some of them like they did a suicide, they did, they were murdered. So they don't have a way of being out. They need to go towards to the light, what it means they need to go through the channel and go to the dimension where they belong. That's definitely not a new concept to me. And I, I'm very open to a lot of different things. You know, there's, I, I don't think anything uh, to do with any of the sort of topics surprises me anymore. I, I suppose I'm constantly having to question my beliefs and just where I stand on things because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's weekly that I'm producing content similar to this. And, you know, I can, I can take myself out of it at times and just kind of approach it like a researcher or, you know, just, I don't know, almost just on autopilot. And it's like a job in a sense, but, you know, I always end up at the end of the week or when have you coming back to that thing of, okay, it's time for a bit of like self-reflection and where do I actually sit on a lot of these topics and what do I believe? You know, I'm, I'm kind of here being a bit of a spokesperson for a lot of this, a lot of these specific topics and, you know, it's, it, yeah, it, it definitely, I get caught up in it a lot and it is that thing you can really fall down uh, a hole and, you know, never come back up if you're kind of not careful with it. But that's always been my kind of understanding is I think everything is interdimensional and, as you said, energy can't be destroyed or created. So it is just that thing of passing on to that next stage and, you know, whatever that is, uh, that that seems to make first of all, like logical sense, but even like scientifically. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, sometimes if I can add to that, uh, uh, you know, just like Hollywood is a great place to entertain. If you're talking about entertainment, escaping from reality, you know, and it's a great place where many talented people do many great things and I respect them. That's who they are. But uh, one thing we must understand, that's entertainment. And that's where many people like you are doing right now, I'm really thankful because you're spreading the truth and you're spreading the knowledge, um, you know, and the wisdom of many people uh, that you know. Uh, the reason why I'm saying that, because many people, when they turn on the TV, this is what it is. Uh, and you start laughing because nobody doesn't go deeper and say, no, but this is not basically what it is. So, you know, when they're talking about dimensions, energy and souls is the same when they're talking about exorcism. I always started laughing. I personally work really closely with some priests. So when we're talking about different dimensions and let's say somebody is possessed and that and that happens, uh, basically you are dealing with a negative energy inside of that person that you need to remove. But we are not dealing about the things that we see in the movies. And that's why I love what you're doing right now, because you're expressing the wisdom and the knowledge, a lot of research uh, from many people, you know, that are scientifically proving this is basically the fact about spirits, you know, about different dimensions and how does it all work? Because it's all about the energy. It's spirit and the soul is nothing else but the energy. And this is proven by Nikola Tesla, Stephen Hawkins, and many other scientists. So, you know, we just need to go and study a little bit deeper instead of being just stuck in front of the TV and, you know, think about these imaginary things. Sorry. No, well said. <laughs> that's, just, that's that's just my opinion. You know, no, so. but I agree. That was very well said. And I completely <laughs> agree. Of It is a bit frustrating uh, how close-minded a lot of the population is. But you know, they're, they're in their own ways and, you know, all we can kind of do is, I don't know, put out the good word to people who want to listen and go about go about it like that. Yes. And I think many people are waking up uh, and uh, this is the year, like I predicted uh, when I was doing uh, my predictions uh, for 2023. This is the year where many enlightenments will happen. That's why we have so many revolutions. That's why we have so many issues. Uh, it's not just COVID-19. It's because people are waking up and people are trying to realize, for example, that there is somebody like Dylan who's trying to spread the knowledge and the wisdom, that there is more than, you know, just whatever somebody said, uh, that there is more research about it. So 
That's why this year is very important. It's a year of enlightenment. It's a year of revolutions, unfortunately. Uh, it's a year of change. And um, I don't know if you know, Dylan, but this is the year that basically our cosmos or our galaxies are the same, just like we had it during the Great Depression. The stars above us, basically the whole universe alignment is the same like we had during the Great Depression. And we know because the United States is a, a one of the biggest power, just like Russia, Australia, Canada, France, and UK. We are talking about the G7. One of these countries is kind of going down or getting in a distress, the whole world will. So when we are talking about this Great Depression, everything that is happening, it's not just states, the whole world will be shaken. And I'm really, as much it's heavy year, that much is also positive because people will wake up and they're looking for reality. They're looking for change. They're looking to wake up and come to their senses and connect basically uh, to their mind and their thoughts instead of being brainwashed. Well, it's good to hear that there's, I suppose, some light amongst all that dark. And I, don't know, I definitely yes. think it, it's interesting that you said the, the stars have kind of aligned in such a way that it seems like history is going to almost repeat itself again. Uh, yes, because uh, the truth what is, um, see, every month, uh, I don't know how much you know about astrology, but every month, of course, is a rule by a different sign because there's a 12 signs of horoscope. And then each planet brings a different energy. And uh, what's amazing, this is not Daniel said, this is by the top astrologist uh, from NASA, from all around the world, you know, where they do the biggest researchers, they said, you know, the alignment of the stars is the same like during the Great Depression. So as much as we are getting this Great Depression, there's a lot of issues with economy, people losing their jobs. There will be also a lot of changes and those positive changes will come fast. When they come, that's when people will wake up. So, uh, for example, we did get Trump coming down and now Biden is coming, but still that didn't change everything because people still are coming through the changes and they're coming, um, you know, to the revolutions to change the things and they demand things. Uh, then we also, a lot of times here, there's an issue with Uranus and Mars. Those are the planets that are ruling a lot of times now. And uh, basically they have an influence above us. And those are the planets of war, uh, revolution, uh, discouragement, and fights. But also, when we put that on a side, they have a positive side because for something to change and to become better, it becomes worse, unfortunately. And uh, basically, uh, that's this year. 2023 is the year that I call a straw. So straw will get broken. But after that, everything will go up the hill. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Very interesting. And I don't know a ton about astrology, but it's I find it very fascinating. Uh, and obviously, it's probably quite a big part of your day-to-day uh, with what you do. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's I, I, and I totally, you know, it's it's a bit baffling that people kind of can't see the... I don't know the good of it. You know, it, it's it's that thing of people really dismiss it, but it doesn't actually do any harm. But you know, I can add something uh, to that that I would love everybody to learn uh, from this. Moon is a wishmaster. Moon is a goddess. Many of us think Moon is a male. Moon is a female, and uh, also you know by many basically scientists. I'm talking about top scientists. It's proven that the moon's energy does basically affects human behavior. Now, prior to this, what I can also mention, working in trauma and with many uh, patients that they have traumatic experiences and mental issues, uh, we did have a huge issues with them during the full moons. And our emergency rooms are much fuller during the full moons. So this is now proven by the medical science. And of course, you're talking about the tidal waves, earthquakes, you know, people cannot sleep. Even our animals, you know, uh, our pets, they're becoming more moody and, you know, they might bark more or whatever they do. But also, that's one side of the moon. And that's why we are feeling it, because moon is affecting us. That's one proof. But moon is also a huge wish master. It's a sponge. Uh, people don't know how to use the moon. And a lot of times in my interviews, I'm trying always to educate everybody and share my knowledge about the moon. So moon is a goddess. On every full moon, all what you need to do is a make a wish. You don't need, um, you know, any hocus pocus. You don't need some magical wands and to be a Harry Potter. All what you need, it's a good intention in your heart. Of course, we're not talking about harming anybody. We are talking, for example, let's say, I want to pay my bills because, and you say, you come outside of the window. If it's rainy outside, people say, I don't see the moon. Yeah, but the moon is still a ball. She can hear you. And you open your heart and you say, you know, I want this and this. It doesn't mean immediately will happen, but sooner or later, you know, maybe somebody will propose you a new job. Maybe you will earn a couple pennies on the side. It's all about your energy being connected to the energy of the moon. So now talking about, you know, uh, many of the big researchers in United States, in NASA, I always uh, go really closely with the research. It's proven that moon or the goddess moon is a wish master. And I would love people to use it more often because it's above us. This is the planet that it's in love with our planet. All what we need to do is good intuition and to open our heart. Fascinating. And just adding on to that, uh, I am definitely a believer of, you know, putting out positive thoughts and energy into things and, you know, hopefully that thing comes back to you. And it, it's happened multiple times in my life. And I love I love it when it uh, has an effect on people around me as well, who might, you know, be a little bit down about something. And I'll try to be like, well, you know, just put out the good energy and kind of hope that it comes through. And then, you know, I get a phone call the next day and they go, it's happened or what can I have you? I'm like, you know, whether or not that really has that effect, it's just nice to know that you might as well be as positive and, you know, trying to I don't know, put out what you actually want to get back out into the universe. So my next question, and I'm, I'm bringing this up because when we originally connected, you uh, mentioned uh, something about extraterrestrials, and I'm very curious yes. about your where you sort of place them within, I guess, our reality and what, what they are to you. Of course, you know, uh, I hate when people start lying. I did see uh, E.T. and the next day I had a coffee with them. I'm like, great. I wish I can see them every day. I would love to. Uh, but I'm being honest to you. I had experience only once. It wasn't a pleasant experience. That's what I can tell you about. Uh, but doing uh, research on extraterrestrials, I actually did uh, connect with our former 
Uh, he passed away now uh, with our former Minister of Defense, Paul Haley, and uh, wonderful, wonderful gentleman uh, who had a lot of knowledge, like I'm saying, he was a Minister of Defense of Canada. He came publicly on the TV. He was the first person ever who came and said that extraterrestrials do exist. Now, of course, he said that there are many different types, that they come from different dimensions, what I do believe. The reason why I'm telling you that I do believe, because I did a lot of research on that, and of course, I still do, because some of these extraterrestrials are coming from a different dimensions. Um, they're on much higher, basically, technology level than we are. Uh, they're much... Uh, have much bigger intelligence, uh, they are much less combative than we are because their intelligence is much higher. Where I put them, I actually put them that they were part of this universe and they were part of this world, including us, always. Now, the reason why I'm saying that is because I connect to our indigenous people, just like you have them over there. I have a huge respect for our indigenous people or Aboriginal or First Nation, and we call them here the star people. I did a lot of research and uh, I'm still connect with many of them. Uh, these star people did visit our planet many times. They actually, our Aboriginal people here did know how to communicate with them, and they still do, some of them, of course, especially with the older is. And uh, they were actually uh, part of being a social group, so they would know when they would come. Uh, they would ask them for certain gifts, and, uh, you know, they would leave them certain offerings, and they have drawings and proof of them all around Canada, America, Australia, Mexico, Europe, um, all over, and they're pretty much sometimes similar, sometimes different, but it's a proof that they've been part of this world, including, you know, our Mother Earth for God knows how long. So I put them, yes, they're extraterrestrials, but they're part of us, and we were never alone, and, you know, I think it's just a moment when they will come and contact us that we will be capable of seeing them, you know, not just like one person, two person, because there's sometimes people that, there was the whole village that did see them, or the whole city, if you're talking about the Los Angeles. Uh, so those people are not all mentally ill. So when we take all these evidences, you know, one day, and I have a feeling, I'm just saying what my intuition, my, my vision is saying that it's gonna happen very soon, that we're gonna see them come in, communicate with us. Definitely, I think. As time goes on, it feels like that is more likely to happen sooner rather than later, I believe. And as you said, it's very hard to deny the proof of extraterrestrials when throughout, you know, the entire mankind, you know, we've had, you know, I suppose stories passed down and cave drawings. And so it's it's phenomenal. And, you know, like I know the indigenous people here in Australia uh, believe that they came from the sky. It's very hard to deny, I think, when it's just, it's because it, it's such a part of us, you know, we've all stemmed through, you know, civilization over time, you know, we're all, we're all related on, uh, here on earth. And it's just, it's almost like it's a part of, it's a part of us is that whole evolutionary history. And I, I totally agree that extraterrestrials are somehow connected to us in whatever way or capacity that might be but it definitely it doesn't feel like it's us and them uh it, it's it's something a little more relative i would say and you know uh, i can add to that and tell basically uh when we take uh our indigenous or the first nation uh of all these continents they had a much deeper connection with their surroundings they had much deeper connection with Mother Earth, with planets, even if they didn't have, you know, these special telescopes, computers, uh, satellites, but they had something that our generations, not just my generation, but generations through the time, lost it. They had a spiritual connection. They had a connection and portals that are open, and they were more accepting of other beings. Uh, unfortunately, we are really uh, hard sometimes to accept one another. 
uh, just because maybe I have a different hair and you have a curly and I have blonde. So, oh, my God, it's going to be such a hard thing now to accept you into my, you know, into my little social circle. Why these beautiful uh, Aboriginal people, they had that hearts open and they were accepting more of these uh, basically extraterrestrial, or I should say these, you know, creatures or, you know, I call them also different kind of beings from a different planets uh, that were connecting to us, but we lost it. We lost it. Uh, and we are coming back more and more. Uh, like I'm saying, this is going to be that year. And that's why people like you, you know, that does do these interviews and people that do many researchers, I'm really grateful for because they are opening the mind of people. And, you know, uh, they did live a simple life, but they had more connection to one another. They had more connection to their environment, to the sky, to the moon, to sun. Why we lost it to us? Sometimes we are like zombies. I, I, Dylan, I think you would agree with me. Go to work, make money, pay bills, sit down. That's it. If you if you pay the bills for today and you know nobody is sick, what I understand, people are stressed out. I'm not judging anybody. We are okay. Well, they had more, you know, uh, easier life. Of course, there's many differences there between the ages and the time but they were more connected spiritually and connected to the world and the other worlds than we are. Definitely. It is such a shame that we have really lost that connection to our surroundings. Yes. It's, yes. And it seems like, I suppose you're never too far gone in a sense, but it does feel that way now of just how people consume, I don't know, everything, like all the, all the really bad uh, things around them. And it's just, yeah, how do you kind of, get back to the way things once were? Or where would you even start, I suppose? What would your um, view on that be? You know, um, lots of times people uh, joke with me. And uh, even in my family, um, my family call me, uh, she's a positive bubble, or they call she's so bubbly. And that's true. That's that's my character. And uh, basically, where I would start, I would first start with the little ones. So uh, I would start with our next generation not to be so hot-headed and so stubborn and so negative and hate-driven like we are. I'm not saying all of us, but basically that's what's happening right now. So instead of, you know, spending so much money on education that will just raise the bombs and killings. We should actually raise the basically generations that would understand, accept one another. So we should have more of the spiritual workers inside of the schools. Of course, that's going to raise the issue with religion. But, you know, if we combine somebody who would come and teach a meditation class, we had that in Quebec and it's starting here now in some classrooms in Canada, so Quebec is actually French-speaking part of Canada, uh, that basically we are now doing Reiki. We are doing Reiki here at the Cross Cancer Institute in some classes too. So we are trying to spread kind of spirituality. So we should start first with a new generation. Yeah, yep, definitely. Totally agree with that. Uh, going back to when you mentioned seeing spirits or, you know, having that communication, you also mentioned creatures and I believe you were kind of putting potentially some extraterrestrials within that. But I'm curious, what else have you seen? I know you mentioned some shadow people and so on. But I'm curious about the type of beings you have seen and potentially where are they from as well? Are they earthbound or, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to hear more about that. As a child, I would walk up always in tears and I was raised in a normal family and I would say to my mom I see these tall people and these tall people are dark and sometimes they would pull my hair and they would pull my legs and everything and I would run to sleep beside my mother and of course in the beginning my mom just thought that it was just nightmares you know she thought it could be a gift but you never know until you don't go deeper into it as I was becoming older I started seeing more and more. The first creatures that I ever saw, they're like dwarves. They're like that short and they're usually darker and they wear almost like a tux on the side. And uh, they, they're wishes. And 
I know who they are and many of our kids are scared of them. The reason why, because they do play with children's mind. As you become older, that's why you lose them because you realize it's not imagination. You realize that they are not that strong. So that's why uh, sometimes people say, oh, you know, I grow out of it. It's not because you close that channel, you become older and you realize that these creatures are not stronger than you are. They're just there to play and scare with you. But now if we're talking about shadow people. Uh, shadow people are something that people misunderstood. They're actually very tall and slender and they're darker than the night. So if I shut off all of these lights, you will be capable of seeing them. They have a negative energy and they do feed on human fear. I do see them, I still do see them sometimes, uh, not every day, but I do see them. And uh, I did contact many of the uh, basically parapsychologists and uh, people that do researches and radios shows like you are uh, to tell and educate people that shadow people are not what you guys think of. They're actually bad entities, they come from different dimensions and they do play and basically suck your energy. Now, another thing, now we're connecting to the uh, Bible or Torah Torah or, you know, Holy Quran or, you know, many different kinds of scriptures. Um, basically, uh, we are talking now about, if you're talking about the devil and the demon. So, thanks to God, only once, only once, I, in my dream, I did see Satan himself. But demons are actually um, something that, you know, it's not a Hollywood story, like I'm saying. There are negative entities that come from these negative sources. And again, they can bring a lot of harm. They can bring fights in families. They can bring uh, sickness and illness and they can play with you. And I did deal with many families and many people send me the letters and I tried to help them the best I can. Of course, sometimes, you know, the religion that you belong to may also help you because if I see that that's what's needed, I'll say, I did see this, but you need this and this person to help you out. You don't play with something like that. All these, um, I should say, demonic entities, shadow people, dwarves, they are negative entities that come from a different dimensions and they feed on human fear, they feed on human souls, and they know how to play with you. They, they really do. Yeah, so I, I probably came to that conclusion last year of, I suppose, more of demonic type entities being, I suppose, more so just negative entities from different dimensions or fr stemming from somewhere rather than it being, I guess, thrown into, you know, just a barrel and just, you know, religion slapped on the side uh, where it's a little more complex than that. And that's always the thing I struggle to get my head around with, well, I don't know where I stand with religion, so how can I then make up my mind about something that's demonic? But then coming to that realisation of it potentially has nothing to do with that at all, they're just these negative entities, then I could actually get my head around that and go, okay, I can now understand what I'm looking at. Because, see, a lot of times, I will be honest to you, I get really angry. I'm not, like, angry, but it makes me upset when I see all of these kids playing with Ouija boards. Ouija boards are not toy. That's number one. And number two, we have them here sold in a Walmart, uh, Canadian Tire, uh, Toys R Us, and whatever. Ouija boards are portal to basically different dimensions. I'm not allowed to mention the name because it would be disrespectful. I, I respect everybody. There was three gentlemen here in Edmonton that were playing with that board. This is two, three years ago. And I got to know about it and their whole house got flooded. And I know it's gonna sound now crazy or like a movie. Uh, the mother and father got really sick and I got, actually when I talked to them uh, and to the person who told me about it, asking basically what to do. They were over their 30s, so they were not children. I understand the high school kids can be curious. You know, we all been at that age, what's normal. And something that it's unknown, it's something that make us curious, that we wanna know what's on the other side. It's in a human nature, it's normal, it's who we are. But somebody who is a grown man, three grown men playing with it, and after that, 
uh, one of them lost the job. Another one, his parents got ill. Other one didn't have a penny in his pocket. He took a team. He took a team of people to bring these three grown men and their families back to normal. And that's the thing. When we are bringing religion in that, uh, there is no, uh, Dylan, uh, you know, if I'm a Christian and I play with Ouija board, uh, you know, uh, something will protect me, nothing will happen to me. And if you are, uh, you know, Hindu, something will happen to you. That's a lie. If we are all playing with a portal when you're opening something that we don't know. This board is not just a board. I know some of the top demonologists, I'm not a demonologist, some of the top demonologists that work with VG boards and they don't play with them. Very wise words of advice. I think it's it, it's that thing of even if, you know, you're listening right now, uh, still want to play with one, I think, I think it's that thing of, well, you know, if you're an adult, it's completely up to you, but I guess it's that thing of be aware of consequences if you are if you're not respectful, or if you know you don't take the time to actually look into what you could potentially be getting into, because it's like anything, anything in the wrong sort of hands can become very dangerous. Honestly, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. I always love getting to do interviews. It's not necessarily the thing I do on my podcast. I do a lot of you know sort of just researching yeah. topics and sort of speaking to that. But uh, I always, I never know what I'm going to get with interviews, and it's always such an enlightening experience and it's yeah i i love getting to speak to people like yourself and yeah i feel very enriched right now so that's that's such a great thing to kind of have i'm i'm also very honored that you invited me that we had uh basically this great time sharing with one another you know like i said uh i use my gift to be a compass and vessel to another people. I'm also thankful, you know, to be part of this podcast, of course, you know, that I can basically educate people and share more about, you know, the wisdom and the talents of people that are using this gift, what can be a curse also uh, to help others. And, you know, it, it goes back and forth. It's all about sharing love, light and enlightenment. That's what it's this all about. Definitely. So if people wanted to get in contact with you. Yes. So if anybody would like to have a reading, you know, um, a session. Uh, so we're talking about, I do many different kind of readings. So if you're talking about, you know, uh, basically medium readings, we're connecting with the past loved ones. If we're talking about tarot, crystal ball, you know, all different kind of readings um, and basically past lives. So, uh, you know, you can just send me an email. I'm also on my Facebook, Daniel Diva Borazan. Um, you know, my basically new age studio is there. You can also uh, basically connect to my new page uh, studio or also just connect to the Instagram. And my public phone number is 587-988-9837. You can always leave me a text or a message and I'll be more than happy to help you. And like I'm saying, I have a great uh, team behind me and we all work together, you know, and uh I always try to adjust my time, but not one client I ever forget. I always try to help everybody the best I can. Oh, perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much again, and I'll talk to you in the near future. No problem. Namaste, my dear friend. Peace, love, and hope here from my home. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Well, there you go. That was an interview with a psychic medium. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. I got a lot of out of that personally, uh, and also I had that reading with Daniel afterwards, which was really fulfilling and just good to speak with someone, especially after having that whole conversation, which you just heard, which just like really enlightening. And I came away <laughs> from doing this interview with a very different, I don't know, view of that day. So it was really uplifting. And I don't know, it's kind of crazy to think when you can kind of um, just speak to someone you've never known, um, especially, you know, as we did it, uh, she's in Canada, I'm here in Australia. And, you know, to talk about all these topics we both have so much interest and passion about. Uh, and then for it just to completely turn around your whole day and really just for it to be so enlightening. And it did make quite an impact to my day, if not, you know, uh, quite a few days afterwards. So thank you so much, Danielle. And definitely go check her out. All of her links will be in the description of this podcast as well. And thank you guys so much for listening. And of course, if you want the full chat of this interview, jump on our Patreon. It's $5 a month and you can get that episode right now. So that just about wraps it up. Thank you guys so much. And I'll catch you in another podcast episode real soon. Thanks. Bye. Hey. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.